0: Our Father God in heaven, Lord, we thank you for who you are. God, we thank you for this day. Uh, we thank you that we can come together and we could celebrate uh, that you are alive. Uh, we don't have to wait till Easter, God. We know that um, that is a time when most people are, are celebrating that you're alive. But God, we want to celebrate today that you're alive. So, uh, Father, as you... Um, as you have uh, graced us with, with each other's presence here today, as you are uh, working inside each individual here, God, we ask that we can uh, just just see you move amongst us. God, as we open your word, as we dive in, as we end, the, end this series uh, today, my prayer is that we can just hear you speak. God, also, as we just said for Julianne and the baby, um, God, we know it's all on your timing, uh, but hurry up. And, uh, but no, Lord, let, let the healthy babies be born. I know that, um, uh, Bruce and Ashley are there now and, and, uh, just let, let babies be healthy. Let mamas be healthy and let dads just, uh, start pulling their hair out. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, all right. You're going to look like, yeah, bald is, not a bad thing. bald is not a bad thing. Come on, man. Just look around. Look around. All right, so uh, yes, today we are um, finishing the uh, Eleylon the series. Uh, the, the series in which we have been, we've called it creating, the Creating Culture series. We've been using the Elelon principle as our launching point and, and our um, really our guide to understand how we are going to create culture within inside of this church is going to impact the culture outside of the church. Um, if you guys have your, uh, your notes, you can you can take a, a brief look at them and, and see the big idea is just I want to present this final one another. Uh, remember, and, and I think by now you, you guys got the, the idea, but... Um, understand that uh, when we t- we're talking about a lelon, that's just that Greek word that means one another. That, that it's, a, it's that pronoun that marks that reciprocation. So it's a reciprocation between individuals. So when it talks about love one another, serve one another, welcome one another, all of these one another, when it's talking about that, these one another, that means that it's not just giving, it's also receiving. It's back and forth, back and forth. Remember we pictured the, um, the, the, the two, two man saw of the old days? Like back in Marlin's days, Shh, back, forth. There had to be a guy on each end for push, pull, push, pull. So, so think about when we're talking about um, this allelon principle. The, the allelon principle that, that, um, is, uh, that we've discussed is the spirit-empowered actions. Now, when we talk, talked about this, the, the spirit-empowered actions between believers. Now, when we are talking about this, remember that this is how we are to act inside the church and it's not that we don't care about the outside of the church. We want to be more effective for engaging outside of the church. Therefore, we have to make sure that we are most effective inside the church engaging. So um, the Elelon principle, the spirit-empowered actions between believers that define the intended culture of the community of Christ's disciples. So with that, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to wrap all of this up, with a, hopefully with a nice little bow. Uh, but before that, we're going to look at the last one last one another, and that is respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? Uh, every, t- tell me you, that didn't go through your head, right? Everybody here, when I say respect, it's like, okay, it, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's right. <laughs> right? Come on, break it down, break it down, break it down. We should have done that one. Come on, everything ain't got nothing on me. Whoo! But we think about, when we think about respect, we think about how um, people should respect us, but we have to understand that respect is one of those crazy things that we want it, but we have a tendency not to give it like we should. Now, when I talk about respect, I want us to all be on the same page. And, and, and when, um, when we're talking about this allelon principle and how uh, we are to respect one another, we have to understand this is what, what it means, is thinking highly of one another. Okay? So thinking highly of, or hold in high regard. Now, why, why do I stress that? Because even, and I know you all are sanctified, glorified, chicken fried, and all that stuff in here. But understand, that was a joke. You're not, hopefully you're not chicken fried. Like, it's, it's winter time. Um, but understand that, that, that most of the time, you know there's always food that has come up, right? All right. I guess I'm a little bit hungry. Um, but understand that, 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 that most of the time when we come and we interact with, with, with people, even though we don't mean it, I think our natural tendency is to start to judge them. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm... I'm or, or it's not, oh, I'm better than this, or I, I know what he did, or I know what she did. Well, here's the deal. We have to, when we come together, when we come together as God's people, as this gathering... And when I say this gathering, this is the, the, our local church. This is the local assembly that has gathered together in response to God in worship and serving him. So understand when we come together here, we need to have a mindset. I don't care how jacked up Ogre is. We have to come together, because Ogre's not the only one. Don't everybody, everybody looking at Ogre. Yeah, he's really jacked up. Yeah, just look in the mirror. You can see one jacked up. But understand that we have to We have to position ourselves to think a certain way about people. We have to, to overcome that, that urge that we want to judge them or, or think, a, we have to understand that we need to think highly of one another. Because what we try to do is we try to put people down on, on, on this level and let them, as if they've got to graduate up to a respectful level, what if we put them on a respectful level and let, them, you know, let things be what they're going to be? If they fall from the respect, that's on them. But that's not upon you to judge them in the beginning. That makes sense? So when we, when we think about this, we look at this, um, there's actually... And, and um, maybe what I'll do this week is I'll send out a, a list of all of the one another's. Remember, there's 47 of these one another uh, instructions in the New Testament that are for the church. I've broken them down into these eight categories. All I'll do is I'll send that list out to everybody now that we're done um, to see where I get my, uh, my little acronym there, the L Sweeper. Who's picked up on that? I call, I call it the Love Sweeper. Think about it, the Love. I mean, it, it, in my mind, it makes sense because if we are to fulfill all of the one another's, if we start with love, the, the serving, the welcoming, the encouraging, the enduring, the praying, the equipping, the respecting is going to fall in place. So if we, we think about, okay, my, my everyday actions need to be in line with this, what do, they, what do I need to think about? think about? Think about the love sweeper. Suck up all the opportunities you can to one another. Make sense? All right, so he, here, when we're looking at this, respect one another. I, have, I, just, I put down three um, passages for, um, for this one. There's actually 16 different passages that are in this column for respect one another. Respect and love have the most just to let you guys know. So if that is any indication of the importance here, you should be taking a step back going, okay, I get it. I need to do a little bit in this area. The first, the first passage is one actually that we looked at a little bit last week. is Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3. It says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility... Count others more significant than yourselves. Some of you say, "Well, it doesn't say one another there." No, I, I get it, but what, what it does say, it does have the alelon, uh, um, uh, a Greek word in there. But for our English understanding, it's been it's been translated. Um, count others, same thing. Others more significant than yourself. So uh, understand this is where we, where we launched from last week. I think it's a good place for us to launch today when we're talking about. Um, respect because if we were to start with not being selfish if that was where we started was do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit if we were to to start and 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 um like use that as a springboard or a launching point from there i think the way in which we approach one another would be totally different But what has happened is, I think, in in our society, in our culture, is that we have this, well, I've got to be self-preservation mode, and therefore I'm selfish and self-centered, and that's where I'm I'm going to uh, respond out of this guarded uh, uh, posture. No, 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 Paul says here that that, that do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Well, how can I do that? Well, you can't. Well, then why tell me? Well, I'm not telling you. This is what God is telling us. And remember, if God tells us to do something, he equips us to do that as well. It's only by the Spirit of God. Remember, these Aleilons are the, the Spirit empowered actions. That's why they're between believer and believer, because it's the Spirit of God who lives inside of us that manifests himself in a way in which we can be, uh, or we can, we can approach in humility. We can be selfless instead of selfish. The other passage that, that I uh, put there in your notes was Romans 12, uh, verses 10 and verses 16. Uh, verse 10 says, love one another with brotherly affection. And I, it's the second half that, 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 that focuses on the, the respect. It says, outdo one another in showing honor just think about that if we were to, to uh, think more highly or think highly of someone here it says outdo them in showing honor that doesn't mean let's have let's let do let's do a, a a sword battle or measure swords right we're, we're not seeing who can one up no 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 this is i'll do i'm going to pour myself out so i can show you that that by christ that lives inside me i'm going to respect i want to respect you and respect now when we're talking about this, this is where I, I, I believe that um, the society around us ha- ha- is, uh, is taking one of their frontal attacks. Because when, when, they, when, when we're talking about respect, they, they, they look at us. When I'm saying us, I'm saying the church. They look at us and say, okay, the church has to respect us, and therefore we can do what we want, and they have to accept everything that we do. No, 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 no. We do not have to accept sin. We do not have to accept what the world is throwing at us and saying, oh, they're just being intolerant and they're being bigots. No, 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 no. It, 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 this is not a personal attack. This is, this is the church. And can can I talk for or speak for all of the churches? No, I can speak for our churches, it, it, our church, and I'm saying this: we are just standing for the truth. We have to stand for the truth. And someone graces us with their presence, you know what? We're gonna respect them when they come in our doors, right? But what we don't have to do is we never have to think that we have to accept someone's sin and act like it's okay. What we want to do is we want to come alongside of people and say, okay, hey, this, this is not right. Not, not in a judgmental way, because remember, if we're approaching with respect, it's going to be a different, a different way in which we approach this. So it's not... That we want to, and not, it's not even that. That I want us to 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 have this this judgmental uh, this judgmental posture or, or this judgmental approach. It's, I want us to have a firm, solid foundation in which we can uh, we we can stand on and we can stand in. Uh, in, in our one of our uh, in our small group, our Thursday morning small group uh, this week, we we started uh, a Bible study on contending for the faith. And how in Jude it tells us that we are to contend for the faith. That means we need to take a stand on what it is that we believe. Um, and that as we take that stand, that doesn't mean beating people over the head. One of the devotions this week was being that we're to do this with, with humility. We are to, to do humbly do this. If you go and, and uh, you beat someone over the head with a Bible and you win the argument, you may lose the soul forever. Now, granted, I'm, I'm, I, it's not that you are going to save any soul. Please don't ever think that you are the agent of change. It's the Holy Spirit working through you to, to talk to, impact the, the person. But if you, you can be a jerk and you can turn someone off to the gospel. I believe, and you guys have heard me say this in the past, that I believe that so many people have been inoculated from the gospel because they grow up in a certain area or they grow up in a certain way where they hear the words, but they don't see the actions. And then people say, well, you need Jesus. Yeah, why do I need Jesus? I've seen what people who are supposedly filled with Jesus act like. Well, here's the deal. We, we can't, I can't change any of that. But what I can do is I can make sure that, that we take a stand right now in our church and we don't let that happen so our kids don't grow up. So when, when baby pops out, so baby don't have to... What's the baby's name? Do we have a name or we're, we're going to keep that secret? Secret? Still secret? Okay. You tell me later. Um, uh, Leanne's a good one. Uh, but when, 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 baby, when baby comes out, we, wanna have, we don't, want, we don't want, want baby Leanne to, to, to come out and, and live in a culture of hypocrites. We want to have a culture that that, that, that that Leanne can see all... I'm going to say it over and over. It's, it's going to like, ooh, that sounds good. Leanne Overman. Yes, Leanne Marie Overman. Right. Leanne Marie, yeah. Or if you... Leanne Evelyn Overman. That way her initials would be Leo. Um, <laughs> But we want, we want a culture in, in which we can, we can have uh, our, our little babies, our kids grow up and not grow up in hypocrisy, but they could grow up understanding what it means to be in true relationship with one another and what God is doing in His people, in this, in this world that's all jacked up. So we, we, we look at that, we look at uh, Romans 12.10, but we can also look at Romans 12.16. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. You know, so that's where I've met plenty of people. Sometimes it's me, and I have, to, I have to repent of that. And I have to say, okay, I'm sorry, God. But sometimes we meet these people that, man, they just think too much of themselves. They think a whole lot of what it is that they, 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 they know or they've done, they've experienced and everything. That doesn't, you know, I don't, I don't want to ever minimize somebody's experiences because I think that every experience that we go through, good and bad, uh, God uses to uh, create our story. And, and that story is what communicates His love and His mercy, especially through a jacked-up individual like me. And, and y'all here, too. That God, he, he, is, he is using those times where you're an idiot. Those times where you did some stupid things, those times that you're doing right now are stupid, but God's still going to use it. That doesn't that doesn't justify that, that you can continue in doing that. What that means is, no matter how bad that you mess up, no matter how stupid of a thing that I, which I do, God can take that and make it into something that's beautiful. And, and what I want us to understand is this this um, the the, the um, the mindset in which we are to have when we're to approach one another, we're to live in harmony with one another, and when it says here, never to be wise in your own, own sight, that's just like a, 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 um, a, 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 it's not a suggestion, it's an instruction of, okay, don't be haughty with each other and, 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 and live in harmony. How are you going to do that? Don't go in there thinking you're Mr. Nodal. Anybody ever met, met one of those guys? have you ever met me? Everybody raise your hand then, right? <laughs> Sometimes I, I get it, but but understand that, that we should never be wise in our own sight. That doesn't mean that we go in there and be like opie or dopey, <laughs> one of the two, whatever. Uh, you know, it's not that we go in there just being stupid into a, 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 a relationship or into a situation, but no, it's just like, let's not go in there and just be the bull in the china shop. Make sense? Yeah, we there? All right, so Wrap this up real quick. (laughs) Not the whole thing, just this part. This respecting one another. It's thinking highly of one another. It's holding them in high regard. It's not doing anything out of selfish ambition. It's doing. It's being. uh, It's but in humility, we're going. We're interacting with with each other. We're outdoing one another and showing honor. It's not keeping a a track of. Hey, I did this. Now you got to do this. That's not what it means to outdo one another. Outdoing one another something that there's no, there, there's no record of wrong. It says love keeps no record of wrong. There's no scales. In, I did this for you, now you've got to do this for me. Oh, now you did Well, I thought it was supposed to go back and forth. That's not, the, that's not how that works. That's not a, a, a true relationship. That, that, that is just manipulating one another. That's just trying to get what you want. But we are to live in harmony with one another. We are to, even those that we think, that oh, we're better than them. It says associate with the lowly. I mean, you can hang out with me. Never be wise in your own sight. So that's how we are to, to go into a, 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 a situation and we're, have that mindset as we're trying to create a culture with inside of this local body. Now when I say this local body, you see there in your notes that I have put the definition of what the local church is. I think this is important as we're talking about the, um, the the Leland principle and what, what this is going to, uh, or what this is, is impacting. As the elders and I sat down and, and um, came up with this, this definition here, the, the definition in and of itself. I mean, and people can define it any other way. So this is not something that you want to go and have an argument with your theological friend on Facebook or wherever you guys do your theological coffee house arguments. All this is is here at LifePoint Church, when we talk about the local church, this is what we mean. This is what we're, we're, we're talking about. So the local church that the Lelan principle is to create the culture in is a local assembly gathered together in response to God's call to serve and worship Him under the authority of Scriptures and the guidance of the elders. So when, when, we, when we talk about that, when we, when we look at this and we're, we're thinking about the allelon principle, understand that, yes, this would be awesome if every church took the allelon principle and, and, and enacted it and executed it um, effectively in every church. Because if, if that happened, I believe that man, the world would be totally different. But we can't speak for every church. What we, can, what we can speak for is the church in which we're in now, this local church here. And when we talk about that, that's what we mean. So, huh. do we get it? I mean, think. It. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, my wife just said yes. Okay, but just think about it. Just think about this for a moment. Don't answer out loud. In, in, in your in your in your in your head, not just in your head, but in, in your heart. You okay, I'm I'm hearing this. Or maybe some of you are here for the first time. and You're like, well, this is the first time I've heard this, so I I don't know yet. I get it. It's it, it's all right. But understand that this principle that we've been talking about—it's the Leilon principle—the spirit empowered actions. Now, remember, spirit empowered actions between believers that define the intended culture of the community of Christ's disciples. This whole series has, that we have been in the last five weeks now, as you're thinking about this, this whole series that we've been in the last five week five weeks has all been drawn from Scripture. We've, we've put a little name on it that so we're creating culture, we're using this principle, but the question now is, what do we do with it? Well, some of you will be like, well, you've been telling us that for what to do with it for the last five weeks. Okay, that's fine. But now, let's answer that question, what do we do with it? Because if we don't answer the question of what we do with this principle, what, what, what can happen is what happens in, forgive me for, for stepping on toes right now, but it's going to happen. What's, what will happen, this will be like a lot of other things that you learn in church. Okay, I learned that. I'm going to set this up here on the shelf. And then, all right, what's next? We can't do that. If we take this principle and we take what we've learned and we've drawn from Scripture and we take and we just set it up here on the shelf, not saying that you don't believe it. I'm saying you fully believe it and you're like, yes, this is awesome. We need to enact this and we set that there and then we're, okay, what's next? We're going to miss the whole purpose of it. We're going to miss the purpose. Now, what we can do is we can we can either set it up on the shelf or or here's something what, what else that might happen. We can act like it really doesn't exist. Sometimes when we do set things up on the shelf, we act like they don't exist. Well, I, I don't believe that, that anybody in here is going to, going to take that. God bless you. Anybody is going to take that approach. Why do I believe that you're not going to take that approach of saying it doesn't exist? It's because... I, I believe, I've seen, I've had the interactions, I've had these conversations with you. Like You understand that this is what God has said in His Word. And when we're looking at this, we're looking at the, 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 the truth of what God is communicating. So if God is communicating this to us, what we have to do is either, one, we have to believe that it's true, which I believe that you all do, or we have to say, you know what, I don't believe it because I don't really believe the Bible is true. I mean, and if that's, if that's your category right now, I would love, love to have that conversation with you later. Because, but I don't think that there's someone in here who's like, well, I don't think the Bible's true. Okay, so here's the deal. If the Bible is true, if the Bible is the Word of God, and, and as we have drawn from the Word of God, this whole principle... The instruction from the Bible, and the Bible is the Word, what we have to understand is, or I would say, we would have to answer is that the this, this principle, this instruction, is something that Jesus Himself would, would sign His name to. Would we go out and say that? Help me here, because here's the deal. I don't want us to just say, okay, yeah, pastor, okay, we'll move on. Because if we don't if we don't let this come into our head, and, and really, okay, I, I know this, but it really dropped to our heart to understand, like, I'm supposed to participate in this. If we don't understand that this is just going to be another time where Lee gets all sweaty and nasty on stage, and we're, and we're going to leave from here and watch a football game, maybe green bean casserole, we're not going to watch the Browns and Steelers because that's already happened and lawsuits are ensuing, Right? But what I want us to do is make sure that we're looking at this and we're not just hearing it, but we're also doing it. Do me a favor. Turn to Matthew chapter 7. We're going to get there in a second because I think that this is going to help us really bring everything together. Because I, I think that you can hear the words, the words that I'm saying, the, the, the words that <clears throat> we've communicated over the last few weeks, and not do anything. And if you do nothing, life still would happen. Life still would go on. You, you, you would still have uh, the, 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 um, the, the everyday uh, activities in which you have. You're just like, yeah, I'm not going to worry about that, that, that lay long thing. But I believe this, now that you know, now that you know about the truth and the way in which we are supposed to live, and we, if we don't do this, we are not going to live in the life that God purposed for us. We're, and I'm saying that on a personal level, for you, but I'm also saying that for our church. That, that, that we can say, oh, I know this, but I'm not doing this. And we're never going to be able to live. I put down here this, and let me, let me read this so I don't I don't jack this up. I said the truth is that if we don't hear and do what God says, our life will never experience the peace, the power, the abundance that only comes from God. If we don't do, if we take this like this principle and we say yes, I believe it, but we don't do this, we're never gonna we're never going to enjoy, we're never going to, to have that peace that power and that abundance that God promises. Now, I'm not saying that that that's the the prosperity gospel like uh, um, Dan preached on a few weeks ago. No, 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 I'm not saying that abundance. I'm saying that a joy in life. What we've done with this Alaylon principle, the leylon principle that that we've discussed over the last few weeks, and it's been five weeks. This is week number five. This is just my attempt, Now, and I want to be full disclosure here, this is just my attempt to package some of the life-giving power of God's Word into something that makes sense to you. As your pastor, remember, I, I, all I did is I, I drew these, the, the, these truths from Scripture and put a little fancy title on it, the alone Principle. I, I didn't make the, 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 the truths up. What, what I did is I drew them from Scripture and I packaged them in a way for a certain purpose. And the purpose is just so that you could, you could see the life-giving power of God. and something that you can like, I can, I can grab hold of that. I can do that. I can be a part of that. I think too often what happens is we hear about these great things in which God can do, and he, he's doing for other people, and like, I'm not able to do any of that. this is something that you can be a part of. This is something that God has intended you as being a part of this local gathering. If you come here, if you're sitting here now, you're a part of the local gathering, and God is communicating to you that, hey, this is part of how my power, my my, my presence is going to be seen. I don't want us to, to think that... Um, and this principle is something like you can turn to a, a, a scripture and say, it, and it says the Alaylon principle is, and see that definition in there. Again, I just want to stress to you this is what, 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 what I believe that God wants us to do here at this church. I believe He wants us to have a culture so when babies grow up, Leanne, when babies grow up, they live, they're in a place where it's different. They, they come to church because it's, it's different here. Because they're able to, 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 to be loved differently and served differently. And what I'm saying differently, differently than the world around us. Because I believe this that God has a design for his people that is greater than we can even truly imagine. And until you believe that God has a design for his people that is greater than we can even imagine. And until you can believe that we have an active participation in that. You've heard me say before, and I, I, I fully believe this, that God's not going to bless a mess. I don't care what the, 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 the little sign says in the kitchen. God bless this mess. No, 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 no. God, that, that would be cruel for God to bless a mess. It would be cruelty. So what we have to do is we have to align with God's Word and understand that, that, that he, he is molding His people and as he is molding his people, he wants to mold his people to live and act toward one another in a way that can only be explained by the power of God in them. Not just behavioral modification. Man, we can do behavior. I, I can behaviorally modify my dog, right? That's that, 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 that positive reinforcement training and everything they say to do. It works on kids too, um, sometimes. But you, have, you can't use the same doggy biscuit. Um, you have to use something to. Come on. What you say it tastes good? No, I was going to say, in your case, two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad, right? <laughs> I understand that it's not just, or as we're being molded, this is the Spirit of God molding us. And He's molding us to be a people that aligns with what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 16. Don't turn there, you don't have to. We're going to be in seven. But in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus says, On this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Some people are saying, well, you know what? That's, he's talking about that's the, the, the Catholic church. You're talking about Peter. No, he's not. He here is talking about on the truth of who he is and on the profession of what his, his disciples said. And he says, upon this rock. So he's, he's making a stand here, and he says, upon this rock I will build my church. Who's going to build our church? Oh, come on now. I mean, I know it's been long, but who's going to build our church? Jesus. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be our elders. It's not even going to be you. Or Do we have active participation in it? Yeah, I mean, if we get more babies, it's going to increase in numbers, right? But no, no, no. Who's going to build our church is Jesus Christ himself. Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. As I was thinking about that and I was uh, um, thinking about the rock and the, the firmness there and what he is saying, the truth, Jesus also says something else about a rock. And that's where I want you to have you there in Matthew chapter 7. And this is where we're going we're to bring the plane in and we're going to land right here so you can go about whatever it is you got going on today. But as we do land the plane, as you get off the plane... Don't, don't leave your baggage in the overhead compartment because you need, you need that. And I'm saying that, that, that what, what it is that we're learning here, we need to take that with us. Matthew chapter 7, uh, Jesus also says something else about a rock. He said that if we hear and do what He says, it's like a house that is built on a firm foundation. He says here to build your house on a rock or the rock. Excuse me. Build your house on the rock and it will not fail. Look here at, at 724. Jesus is on the, the, the Sermon of the Mount, on, on the Sermon on the Mount. Here, he's speaking here to his disciples, and, and as we, um, as I say that, and, and as we're, we're as we're thinking about, even when Jesus talks in, in uh, Matthew 16, and he makes that proclamation, I will, bu- "I will upon this rock, I will I will build my church." Understand that when he he communicates, not not all of the time, but a, a large majority of the time. Jesus is communicating to his disciples. That emphasizes the, the, the need and the importance of discipleship. So be thinking about it. You know. And I've told you uh, here in the, in the recent past that, that our, our discipleship program has gone a hu- under, uh, is under a huge change and uh, reworked the whole thing, and we're, and we're, uh, we're getting ready to, to uh, uh, roll it out. So be thinking about like, what it means to be a disciple of Christ and what the difference between being a believer and a disciple is and how discipleship and being a disciple glorifies God the most. So with that, Jesus is talking to his disciples. Why is that important? Because Jesus, 12, Jesus chose 12 to be his disciples. Verse 24. I, I just said that. I kind of let, you know stopped abruptly, but what I, what I am inferring here is If Jesus chose 12 individuals, 12 men, to be his disciples, and and if you read in John 17 that that, that, um, it glorified the Father that he did that, just think about you being a disciple of Jesus Christ. You having your life changed by following him. Now, when I'm saying that, I'm not just saying just believing in him. I think that there are are, are plenty of people who believe in Jesus, and are they going to go to heaven? Absolutely. But there's a difference between a believer and a disciple. A disciple is one that's actively following after and is being changed by the one in which they're following. So just, just just give that some, some thought, and if that's if that's you know tugging on a, a string, and, and you're like, man, I, I want to m- learn more about that. See, see, one of the elders. We'll, we'll talk more about that. More, hey, how about this? If you're the, if you're one that's saying, you know, I don't agree with you. Fine, come talk to me as well. I love interaction. I love questions. I love having the, the, those. I don't want to say debates. Those the, 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 those conversations because it's in answering the questions in which you have that we learn the most. So just let that let that hit. Let's go on, because we won't end. I want to end, because we got an awesome song to end with. Jake's going to do a solo. Solo, you can't hear him. Verse 21. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So Jesus, if you just... You want to flip and like, what is he talking about? What what words he, he said a lot here. He's went through the beatitudes. He's he's talked about um, oaths and retaliation, anger and lust and divorce and giving the needy. He's given the Lord's prayer. You know, there, there's a lot of things he's already talked about. That's why I, I I believe that we can group this this principle in here as well because they're they're words of Christ. This, this Bible here, the, 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 these sixty six books. It says, all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable. All Scripture. All Scripture. So therefore, if it's breathed out by God, these are the words. These are the words of Christ that, that, that Paul says in Romans 10, that, 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 uh, that, 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 that you can be set free. I should say uh, that um, faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of Christ. That's what I was looking for. So understanding that, that the faith in which we have is by the word in which God has given us. Here, let me read. And I promise we'll land. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. This is not Dwayne Johnson either. The rock is what, what I'm talking about, that firm foundation. I believe in a moment I'm going to make a statement, but I believe that this rock is this principle for our church. This rock is this principle. Understand, I'm not. I'm not minimizing our 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 foundation is Christ. Christ is when everything is taken away. Christ is the foundation. But this what what I am communicating here is this rock, this 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 firmness in which we need to have here in our church is this this principle. So if it, that in which is founded on the rock will not fall when, it, when the winds blow and the, the house is beat on by the rains. What happens though in verse 26, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like the foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Now, I just think about this, and as I, I read through that, I, I, I want us to, to, to have that, that foundation as a church. Because I, I don't think that we've experienced persecution that it, like it's going to come. And, I, and I'm not a gloom and doomer or doom gloomer, whatever, doomsday prepper, whatever they call those guys or whatever. I'm not that, but I, I think that, that I am a, a student of Scripture. And it says that, that we will face persecution. And what I want us to do is, I want us to be ready for that. I want us, and, and, and do I want all Christians? Absolutely. But I, I, I'm, I'm in charge of. I shouldn't say it that way. I'm responsible for this body. God has put me here as, as the, the 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 lead shepherd of this of this group. Yes, we have other elders too that help along with that, and they really they they keep me in line to be to be honest with you. But but understand that that I I don't have control or, or, or say over any other church. But here, what we have, here what we need is we need to have a firm foundation so that when the world, when the wind and the waves and everything start beating upon us, that we can stand firm. That we're not crumbling as the house that was built upon the sand. This is my final statement and we're done. The Alelon principle is the rock. The very words of Christ and I say the very words of Christ because it was breathed out in here, but the very words of Christ that the church, our church, our church, needs to be built upon. So so just just let that, just let that marinate for some time. Let that marinate and say, okay, these last five weeks, they're not just another sermon series. These, these, These last five weeks are going to they're going to they're going to plot the trajectory the course of this church for the future let's pray let's just before we pray let's just take a moment and just just let things sit let things sit for for a second we're going to sing a song and then uh we'll we'll end but just for a couple, you know, a minute or so, just let, let things that we just talked about in silence here um, set, uh, talk to God, whatever you're going to do. Father God in heaven, Lord, we do thank you. God, we love you. Uh God it is my prayer that just this uh the fact that you made it very clear to, to me for us to understand these. These, these one another's and how, how they, they, they go together and, and how they are to um, mold the culture within inside the church. It's just, I thank you for that. And I pray that um, over the, the, the course of, of days and, and weeks and months and years here at this church, that, that we can see that taking place, that we're not just reading about it and, and saying, oh, hey, we need to do that, but we're actually participating in that. Because God, we want to be a people. We want to be a people that's different. We want to be a people that's on fire for you, that people are are wanting to be a part of what's going on. Not because we're cool, but because you're God and you're at work in us. So Father, as we get ready to to, to, um, finish out with this last song, my my prayer is that uh, you you continue to work in our lives as you are working and and that Things are 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 becoming clear, or things are changing, or whatever. But God, your your name is being lifted higher. We praise in your name, Jesus. Amen.